stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So this is pretty infuriating, folks. Coming up the heels of yet another uh, Al Quds Day rally in Toronto and other cities uh, in Canada, where the state of Israel is is demonized the the whole point of the event is to question the legitimacy of the jewish state where this year we had one individual in fact call on israel to be eradicated so we got a problem with that and then just a few weeks later we learned that this group headed by the individual in question who said these things sheikh uh, shafiq huda is his name with the Islamic Humanitarian Service based in Kitchener, Ontario. But this organization, we have learned, for the past four years, in fact, has been receiving funding under the Canada Summer Jobs Program. Now, there's been so much said about this program and the fact that this year the government decided to attach a values test to, to funding. Now, the response at this point from the uh, employment minister is that no final decisions have been made regarding 2018 funding. And this seems like the kind of thing that deserves some scrutiny, doesn't it? If we're going to say to religious groups across the country that you need to sign an attestation, uh, verifying that that you indeed uh, are in keeping with, that your practices, your beliefs are in keeping with Canadian values, it would seem to apply here, would it not? So how is it that that hateful groups like this are being funded? How is it that hateful individuals like this are able to to stand in public in Canada and call on a country of people to be eradicated? It is very concerning. Uh, It's something that Bene Birth Canada has been uh, drawing attention to. Uh, joining us to talk more about all of this is Aidan Fishman. He is National Director of League for Human Rights with Bene Birth Canada. Aidan, thank you for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me. So let's go back a few weeks. Uh, June 10th, uh, I believe it was, or that that was the weekend where the Al-Quds Day rally took place in downtown Toronto. And I think there were similar events, as I say, in other cities across the country. Uh, Tell us a bit more about Al-Quds Day and what these rallies are all about. So Al-Quds Day is a, uh, I guess you could call it a holiday of sorts, uh, proclaimed by the uh, Islamic dictatorship in Iran, beginning in 1979 when they uh, seized power. And the whole point of it is really to demand uh, the elimination of the state of Israel, uh, because the Islamic Republic of Iran decided from the very beginning that a key element of its foreign policy would be the elimination of Israel. And uh, we've seen its leaders, both military and political, uh, call for that, unfortunately, all the time. So they try to organize these rallies around the world, wherever they have supporters, uh, to manifest themselves and make those same demands. Uh, and Al-Quds, uh, that, that's what they, they, they're referring to, Jerusalem, then, right? Yes, Al-Quds is the, uh, the name for Jerusalem in Arabic and other languages that have been influenced by Arabic, uh, like Farsi, for example. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a, an annual event, and this is pretty typical for the sorts of, of hateful rhetoric we're used to, to hearing from various speakers at, at these events. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. I mean, it's an annual event, unfortunately, for many years in Canada, and especially in Toronto, these events have been marked by really a harsh, out-of-control, even genocidal rhetoric. Uh, in both 2013 and 2016, Speakers at this rally openly called for Israelis to be shot. Uh, in 2015, uh, a speaker said that Jews uh, were inhuman. 
And uh, now, unfortunately, we have this latest incident where somebody's calling for the eradication of Israelis uh, as a national group, which is deeply, deeply disturbing. Well, indeed it is. And, and I'll point out to, to our listeners that Global News had reached out to the Islamic Humanitarian Service looking for some explanation or clarification. Uh, there had been no response from them. So uh, what, what was it that he said? Or where, Describe these, these comments to us if you can. So uh, Sheikh Shafiq Hudav, the Islamic Humanitarian Service in Kitchener, uh, gave a really fiery speech uh, as part of these events in downtown Toronto. And he was basically got into a part of a speech where he called for uh, the eradication, in his words, of all the unjust powers in the world. And he began by stating that he wanted to see the eradication of the American empire, which, I mean, you can agree or disagree, but that's clearly a political sentiment aimed at the United States as a country. But then immediately after that, he said, such as the American empire and such as the Israelis and Zionists. So this, in its plain sense, is calling for the eradication of a group of people, Israelis, based on their national origin. And that's really shocking even by the very low standards uh, of the annual Al-Quds Day rally in Toronto. So what do you make of this news that this organization, which is headed up by this individual, has been, and and perhaps still will be despite this, uh, receiving funding uh, under the Canada Summer Jobs Program? It's deeply disappointing and very troubling to us. Uh, I mean, first of all, once this incident has come to light, and, and it's been the subject of a lot of, I think, rightful media attention in Canada, it really is incumbent, we believe, on the government not to continue to extend money to this organization. Of course, the, the comments of one individual wouldn't necessarily represent the organization, but the organization's been given uh, various opportunities to distance itself uh, from Sheikh Huda's comments, and they've not done so. And he's the listed contact person actually on the uh, Charities Canada website for the organization, which uh, sort of indicates that he is a leadership position. The other thing is that though it may not have come to much prominence until this incident, the truth is that this Islamic humanitarian service uh, publishes a newsletter uh, called Al-Haq. And if you go back in Al-Haq for the past few years, there are a number of anti-Semitic claims, uh, such as the claim that Israel was behind or partially behind the 9-11 terrorist attacks, and also really bizarre claims that Israel is responsible uh, for destroying Muslim holy sites in Saudi Arabia. So there were some warning flags here, to be honest, even before this latest outburst. Right. And, and like you say, I mean, we can't go back and retroactively uh, remove the funding they may have received in the past. But, but given what, what has transpired here, given then, as, as a spokesperson for the minister has said, this, this funding isn't finalized for 2018. And if we're going to talk about adhering to Canadian values as a condition for this funding, well, well this would be something obvious that, that would deserve attention, wouldn't it? Of course. And, and it's, it's really awful in a, in a sort of perverse, paradoxical way that the new attestation provision has prevented some organizations that have views, they're not hateful views, they're just perhaps controversial views on abortion, for example, and they've been honest about their views, and for that reason, they've been denied funding. And here we have an organization that checked the box, that said that they wouldn't discriminate based on all these various, you know, things like religion and race and ethnicity, and yet one of the leaders of the organization is out saying these things, and they still have the money. So I think there's really no choice here uh, but for the government to uh, ensure that if it's really not finalized, that this money uh, doesn't reach the organization's hands. 
What about Al Quds Day itself? We had the uh, incoming premier of Ontario, Doug Ford, suggest that that maybe some government action to deal with with what's become a problematic event is necessary. But what what might and and what should that look like? We think that it's incumbent on the city of Toronto to act here uh, against Al Quds Day. But what's really galling about the situation isn't just that we have a rally on public property where people are making, you know, hateful comments and threats about different groups in Toronto. That's bad enough. But what's really ridiculous about it is that the organizers are getting to do this for free. And they're getting to do it without even filling out a permit, asking to use the public space, or paying any of the associated fees. Law-abiding groups in Toronto, like uh, the Pride Parade or Carabana, uh, these groups have to apply to Occupy Streets. They have to pay significant fees. You know, this group is holding a rally that is extremely hateful. They're not filing out their permits, and they're just allowed to do it for free. We think if there is at least a financial cost here, never mind any other sort of penalty, that would help to deter uh, this sort of rhetoric year after year. Well, much more on all of this at benebreath.ca. Aiden, thank you so much for joining us here today. Really appreciate this. Thank you so much for having me. All right, take care. Aiden Fishman, uh, National Director of the League for Human Rights with Benebreath Canada, benebreath.ca. Uh, so more on some of the hateful things being said at El Quds Day in Toronto uh, at benebreath.ca. And then here we are just a few weeks later learning that indeed this same organization, the leader of this group, the director of this organization, Standing in the streets of Canada calling on the eradication of Israel, we learn that this group is in line for further government funding. Now, look, in fairness to the liberals, uh, this goes back four years. This goes back to the, the time of the Harper government. Now, as pointed out in this Global News article, the funding in question under the Harper government was much less. Over the last two years, the liberals have approved the Islamic Humanitarian Service for more than $50,000 in federal grants. And again, the, the way that this works, that it's handled at the riding level, so the MP for the riding is the one who signs off on these grants. Uh, so it was Peter Braid was the uh, liberal MP at the time, or the conservative MP at the time, rather. Uh, but look, now, fine, they received funding in the past, maybe they shouldn't have, but they did. They were a legal organization. But this is the problem that the liberals have created for themselves by attaching a values condition to, to funding then if you're going to mean that, then mean it. If you're going to do that, then then have it apply elsewhere here too. And just because an organization checks off a box does not necessarily mean that they are adhering to Canadian values. So I hear, there's one here maybe then under the liberal zone standard that definitely deserves to be red flagged. I think as far as the summer jobs program is concerned, I mean, now that we go back to w- what it was, where the government didn't really pick and choose... Or we get rid of it altogether. I don't know that this is tenable, this, this weird situation that the liberals have created. But it's certainly disturbing to know that a group like this uh, is receiving any kind of, of funding from the federal government. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.